Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a very talented singer, songwriter, keyboard player, uh, just a, a wonderful talent. Uh, I was just saying off mic, I, I have her music all over my playlist on Spotify. And I'll tell you, there's there's a couple of songs that just stand out. I, I play them all the time. The title track from The Beauty Inside, I, I just absolutely love. And then on that same album is, is Love Wait For Me. And if you listen to where she goes at the end, the outro, she does an improv, and I, it, it just blows me every time. I've heard it a million times, and every time I hear it, she just blows me away. She just, uh, the choices she goes to or the flow, whatever it was, uh, it just blows me away. Um, uh, these Four Walls uh, is a, another another tune that I just, uh, you know, absolutely, uh, absolutely love. There's so much of it out there, her, her tribute to uh, uh, Joni Mitchell, uh, but also her, her tribute to her dad, uh, to dad with love, a tribute to Buddy Epson. And uh, God, I, I never met Buddy Epson, but boy, I miss him. And I think a lot of people agree. Uh, Fill Me Up is her latest. It is a must get. Everyone, everyone's got to get this album. She is absolutely wonderful, a very talented lady, and the best is yet to come. Kiki Epson is our very special guest. Kiki, how are you? I'm super good. Thank you so much. Well, listen, congratulations on a, on another wonderful effort. Um, uh, when when did you record? Were you recording during COVID? I was. So I was project. I've been gathering the songs for quite some time. We finally recorded it and put all the finishing touches on it. And so it was kind of good that we had all that time at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, listen, for, cer- for certain people, it's like a screeching halt. Some For certain people, it was a... It was a reset, and you know, I imagine you. I mean, you're you're a veteran. You're a young lady, right? But you're you're a veteran, and you've got uh, a lot of material out there. So it's not like you you need to you know like establish yourself. You've got it, just a, a wonderful body of work, and uh, it's it, it's uh, it's wonderful. So even though you know here we are, and we worry about those who lost their lives and the and the folks that got very sick. Uh, beyond that, we got to get back to entertainment and 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 back to some kind of normalcy. And uh, fill me up is a is a great is a great reintroduction into uh, into hopefully normalcy. It's it's fantastic. I've listened to uh, to everything there. Yeah, just great job on this. Thank you. We're really proud. My husband um, co-produced it with me and mixed it. He's um, he we met in the music business years ago, and he's just a super talented guy. And you know, the songs um, they they run the the gamut from some songs that were my early days that I kind of resurrected to some brand new material as well. But it's very indicative of of where I am as an artist and the music that I love. And you know, I just wanted to continue making um, the type of art that I enjoy and and find that body of people that that also resonate with it. And during COVID, you know, I, I, I did live streams and I continue to do them um, on a regular basis. And it kept me very connected to my fan base. Do you guys, uh, do you and your husband, do you have like a pro tool set up at home or do you go outside the yes. home to record or you, you it's nice. You, you're, you're we did to- both. Yeah. We did, we had it. We start, we did the basic tracks in the studio because we recorded it live, you know, with the, the basic tracks live, which was nice. Musicians, all the songs 
then brought them home and I added vocals, added some other parts and things like that, with some bells and whistles and did some overdubs. But for the most part, it has a great live feel to it. And, uh, and plus we have the luxury of recording it on my piano at home and singing vocals when I feel like it, <laughs> things like that. Well, let's uh, let's get your husband's name in here. Uh, I, give us a little background on him. We know, you know, we we know a lot about you, uh, but you guys obviously have some good chemistry here. It's it, it's really wonderful. And I again, I'm urging oh. everyone to to listen to it and to get it. Uh, fill me up. But uh, give us a little background on your husband. So my husband's name is Steve Wallace, and we met uh, 22 years ago. Uh, he was mixing sound for Tracy. And I was playing keyboards and singing for her on the New Beginning tour. And um, we, you know, dated on the road and he ended up moving out here from Minneapolis. So he spent uh, the next 15, 20 years and then decided to do a, 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 he's a fireman. <laughs> he's a fire chief, actually. So he's um, doing uh, really amazing work uh, in, in his city. And we still do uh, projects together. He's my co-producer for also my To Dad With Love, uh, my one-woman show for my father, a tribute to Buddy Epson. So we're, we're doing a lot of fun projects together. Kiki Epson, everyone, in case you're just joining us a little late or turning on the, the radio a little late. Kiki Epson, a wonderful singer-songwriter, keyboardist. Her latest is Fill Me Up and also... Uh, if you can catch live, it'll be nice to catch something live to Dad with love, um, a tribute to Buddy Epson, her dad, uh, who uh, just the, the late, great Buddy Epson. And, and everyone knows his, uh, his work from everything from Breakfast at Tiffany's and uh, bon, um, uh, Barnaby uh, Jones. Barnaby Jones, yeah. The, uh, Beverly Hillbillies. I, I mean, it's listen, everybody, you know, kind of gets a kick out of that but what a wonderful show that holds up uh so so beautifully even now I mean, it's just and the warmth that comes through from the uh from from the actors and the characters but uh barnaby jones i i mean i remember just watching that with my mom and and just uh, loving everything your dad did uh, by the way a an unbelievable actor i i was gonna i was gonna almost say an underrated actor it would be unfair because so many people love love Buddy Epson to call him un underrated. But you know, you know how many times he comes up in interviews, and somebody will mention Buddy Epson, and and just like in in passing, and they'll say, "Oh, I loved Buddy Epson as an actor, or as uh, the range of Buddy Epson, where he could do comedy and he could do, you know, he right. could do straight and he could do, you know, whatever." But uh, your dad's uh, your dad's name comes up an awful lot in my interviews. <laughs> And, uh, it, well, yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, that was the of rediscovering his career. I was born at the <clears throat> sort of later in his life. He was close to 50 when I was born. And, you know, I, he was already a pretty established television star. And then I grew up into the 70s and I was a rock and roller and he was into the standards. And we, we kind of had a generation gap, you know, uh, musically. So when I, as I got older and he passed away and I sort of, I found this trunk of memorabilia, which I think I talked about before when I was, Yep. Talking about that, the show we did at the Metropolitan Club, that became a cabaret show. Um, uh, I did a record of songs of shows he was in based on this this trunk that I found of memorabilia, like his script, Born to Dance, original script, you know, the MGM script, and Yokel Boy, which is a, a Broadway musical he did in the 30s with Phil Silvers, and his songbook from The Wizard of Oz, and all these incredible letters and photographs and uh, news articles, and I just got to see him in a different light as a young man. 
you know, as a person I, that I'd never known before. Relations <clears throat> and the empathy of wanting to tell his story. Because a lot of people go, oh, yeah, Jed Clampett, Jed Clampett. No, he's a little bit more than that. <laughs> Had a heck of a career. And he, he was told to quit many times, you know, so he really had a lot of tenacity and strength that inspires me today. Uh, how how was he reacting to your career when you were playing with Boz Skaggs and, and Michael McDonald and Christopher Cross? I, I, my daughter was landing gigs like that and doing them so beautifully. Uh, I, I would just be... I'd be blown away. I mean, it's it, you're, you're making it in one of the toughest businesses. And it's a different business than your dad. I mean, it's entertainment, yes, but it's uh, it, the music business and, and what, what your dad did, uh, two different things. Was he, uh, was he demonstratively, pr- I know I'm sure he was very proud of you, but was he demonstratively proud? <clears throat> I don't, he, he was proud, but, you know, because of the air, it, it took him a minute to warm up. I think my, both my parents, because my mother was uh, an actress, she had a community theater, and I think they both had designs on me being, uh, my mother an opera, wanted me to be an opera singer, and that's what I got my degree in, and my dad wanted me to be a jazz, you know, musician, singer. <clears throat> so when I went off into the pop world, a music that he didn't quite understand, he was like, he didn't really, you know, like, he didn't appreciate it as much. And then he saw where I was going, how, how much I was working and traveling the world. And, you know, he started to warm up to it. And then I would find out, you know, he'd be talking up to his friends. And you know, <laughs> and I realized he was very proud of me, very, very proud, even though he didn't quite understand it at first. Yeah, well, one of the one of the things, and, and again, I'll remind folks, you're hearing the wonderful voice, the wonderful speaking voice of uh, Kiki Epson, but her, her singing voice just blows me away. For years, I've been listening to uh, to Kiki, and um, she is just absolutely terrific. Fill Me Up, by the way, is her latest. It is a must-get, and uh, she has put together just a wonderful career, and every time something new comes out of her, I'm, I have her on alert or I, I, I uh, Google alert her and I'm, I'm always waiting for it. She is absolutely wonderful. And her husband and her have, uh, have put together a, uh, just a great album. He's a producer and, uh, and her as the, the talent, as the, uh, the vocal talent and, and musical talent. She is absolutely, absolutely wonderful. Uh, and also the, the daughter of the late, great buddy Epson, uh, absolutely thrilled to have with me, Kiki Epson, Frank McKee here, but much more importantly, Kiki Epson. Uh, Kiki, you know, you you say, well, when I go pop, I, when I listen to your material, I mean, there's a lot in there, and, and it's it, to me, it's not just pop. I mean, you touch on some jazz, you touch on some, uh, you know, classical uh, type um, uh, voicings, and uh, and and uh, and the framework that you've uh, you've put together over the years is, uh, you know, you just I, I mean, it, it's diverse. I think of you as being very diverse. I, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine oh, you, you're, you. you're putting yourself in, in the category of just being pop. Well, you know, <clears throat> I, I, that's been the, the, the thing all along is I, I cannot be categorized. You know, um, pop, rock, jazz, folk, uh, tinges of country on some tunes, you know. Um, I, I write what I hear. You know, I hear it, I play it, I write it, I, I sing it. And then, you know, 
as you go through the business, they want to categorize you. And when you can't be categorized, then the salespeople go, I don't, you know, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. So you keep forging along. But you you touched on one of my favorite tunes, you know, that I've ever written, which is Love Wait for Me. And oh, again, it. just comes out of my love of classical music. Um, I was raised in a household where classical music, jazz, standards, musical theater, comedy, you know, uh, comedy records. Uh, just at the, I had all these influences, plus my own muse, and I was surrounded by nature and animals. I still am. I still work with animals, and in a, in a, I have a, a nonprofit. I work with rescue horses and people, and you know, it's like I'm just surrounded by a diverse, um, so much diversity that I can't help but have that in my art, and that's what heals me. My art heals me and then touches people in profound ways. See, I think if you knew... Uh, if you had some way of seeing how often the song "Love Wait for Me" played on my uh, on, on my playlist, uh, you'd be very flattered. I think it's just it, 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 it is a uh, what a wonderful song. I, you see, I didn't even know you wrote it. I, I I looked for versions of it from other people, and I didn't. Nobody have have a lot of people done covers of your tunes. Uh, or, Sadly, no. Yeah. I'm waiting. For- to uncover this giant treasure trove of tunes because there's so many great songs if I say so myself. Yeah. The, the, should be covered. You know, I mentioned yeah. the title track of The Beauty Inside. I'm surprised that's not covered by, uh, uh, by somebody. What a song. That song is a real uh, song about my childhood, you know, about my coming to terms with you know, having to, you know, what my show's all about. Growing up in the shadow of this famous parent and, and another parent that was very strong and watching your siblings um, struggle and suffer and some, you know, kind of fell off the shelf, you know, as, as the lyrics talk about. And it's a beautiful song. It makes me emotional to even think about it. I put it in my dad's show because in there I talk about my struggle to find my own voice amidst this iconic actor who is also you know my father and how am i supposed to even you can't compete but how am i supposed to even stand up to the light shine it just this immense brilliance so it was a journey for sure I, the other one I, I mentioned, the other song that I I, I absolutely love, I, and there's a lot of it. I, I hate to just narrow it down to three or four songs, but uh, these four <laughs> walls. I don't know how you. Uh, I, oh, you really have listened to all my yeah, stuff. You love that. <laughs> that's a while ago. I mean, this is I, I've I've had that song for a while. Uh, I think, but uh, yeah, well before I spoke to you the first time, which was a while. But uh, that's that's an older song, is it not? Yeah, it's an older song, and it really, um, you know, it, it was more about just the situation of it's tough out there, and if you you need to surround yourself with people who have your back, and you know, it was really my love song, you know, um, to that person who 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 slugs it out every day, and it's timeless because you know, my husband goes out into the work world as a fireman now, yeah. and it's forget comes home and he needs a soft place to fall so you know and i say it's i i, I sing that to any animal i rescue you know, or any person needs care and understanding um these four walls is your sanctuary you know 
you know, we got to love the fact that he, he goes out there. He's a fireman. I, I mean, those guys, and, and they, unfortunately, during a, a very tragic time, they got a tremendous amount of attention and a, a lot of love, but as a lot of them lost their lives in 9-11. But, uh, boy, I, oh, yeah. the, uh, the firemen in in uh, our lives here boy i mean they're they're very well appreciated they're very well respected but uh yeah tell your husband i mean it's just we appreciate him and the firefighters out there and unfortunately it takes a tragedy before we really stop and say my god you know these guys are uh, these guys are just unbelievable so thank him for that and everyone yes. listening out there you know trust me we thank all you. believe you well we we all appreciate everything you're doing um let me let's talk a little bit more uh, about uh, to dad with love a tribute to to buddy epson and everybody uh, again we're getting back to some normalcy so maybe you're going to be able to see uh, kiki live somewhere we're talking with kiki epson uh, the uh, the wonderful uh, vocalist and and songstress and uh, and and keyboard player she is a she's a super talent she really is and fill me up is her latest frank mckay here much more importantly kiki epson is our very special guest uh, Kiki, let's let's talk about it. Uh, the first time you and I spoke, uh, I think you were you were getting ready. Well, I know you were getting ready to play it at the Metropolitan uh, Room, and, uh, mm -hmm. and and people listening to the show went. You know, so many people went, and they came back, and they uh, and they were just blown away by it. Uh, how much is it? How much different is it now than than when you first started out? Uh, it. it Office my record Scarecrow Sessions, and it was a, a, a thank you to my dad for an ode to his career. It was my first real jazz record, you know, like traditional, where I, I went to actually record it in New York with some great musicians. And then we added multimedia to it, and I and I added stories to the to the songs, you know, you know, uh, Moon Rivers from Breakfast at Tiffany's. I talk a little about him and Audrey Hepburn, and then of course, if I only had a brain, we talk about. My dad's um, uh, experience, you know, being cast as a Tin Man for a couple of weeks and the tragedy, you know, befell him in, in that role. So that became a very compelling show as a in a cabaret format, which is what the Metropolitan Room. That was our first time, I think, uh, maybe one of our first times performing that show in that in that um, style, and it, it was so fun, and we got such a great great feedback. But from that, we morphed it into where it is today. Right just before the pandemic hit, we um, at a theater in Hollywood called Theater West to amazing reviews, and it's a it's theatrical now. So now it's um, I I I'm basically it's a one woman show, and I have outfits and blocking in the script <laughs> but it's still music interspliced with the monologues of me talking about my dad but there's so much multimedia and video also that encompasses that i talk about my family i talk about my struggle growing up and finding out things about my dad that 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 were not as great you know without you know um still paying tribute to to who he was but just you know he's human you know and so i humanized him i i brought people to a place where they could really feel something in themselves and then i, I dance with um a character that is my dad in his younger years and we, there's a whole forgiveness element and it's like there's not a dry eye in the house <laughs> at the end of the show and there's a there's a band a jazz band that's all live just beautiful 
Yeah, it sounds it, and I, you know, let me let me just say, I mean, if you didn't, if you didn't expose the warts, so to speak, of uh, of your, um, you know, relationship and and uh, of your dad, and like you said, he's human, like the rest of us, it it, it wouldn't be as meaningful if you just put a, uh, you know, a whitewashed version of of something out there. So it's real, and I congratulate you for that because a lot of people wouldn't do that. Well, you know, it's hard. Because you have to you have to pay uh, great respect uh, and regard to the situation, so I just I took it totally from my perspective, which is all I have really, and that's valid and it's important and it helps me move forward and and heal, and it's amazing how many people were were stunned and moved and just so grateful and appreciative of the story and the, and how brave it was. I I never got tired. It was it was wonderful. Yeah. Kiki, uh, before you go, uh, give us uh, give us a little. Uh, you, you know, you mentioned uh, the, the tragic uh, about uh, the scarecrow, and everyone knows and loves the Wizard of Oz. Uh, was it was it difficult growing up watching the Wizard of Oz, knowing that your dad could have easily been in Ray Bulger's um, uh, spot, and uh, it, or, or did you just ignore that part and just love the movie? Well, here's the beauty of that: he never told us. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't not want he never told me i mean i'm the youngest girl my brother is a year younger but we never knew the story we were adults we were like well past 18 before my older sisters finally said something about some film in a vault somewhere and it wasn't until the 50th anniversary of the wizard of oz came out that my dad actually came clean himself because he had just forgotten he just forgot about the whole thing i mean he just put it on past him real stuff they asked him mgm um asked him uh if he would be a part of the um you know that make the making of the 50th anniversary and they would put footage and they'd put it they tell the story and everyone would know he first he said no but then he said yes um so that's why you can see all that footage and it, it came out all at once you know but much later so, you know, I had already watched it. So it didn't really matter. I still am sort of in disbelief that it actually happened. It's kind of a crazy story. But, um, yeah, yeah, and an amazing testimony to his fortitude, you know, to be able to just keep going. And, you know, amazing man, really amazing. No doubt about it. And, listen, he produced uh, at least one amazing daughter. I can't vouch for anyone else. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, what, what a wonderful talent you are. Uh, fill me up as your latest, and to Dad with love, a tribute to Buddy Epson, is uh, is is also uh, out there, and everyone's got to. Uh, We're hoping to do that. Yeah. Get in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. And then we have uh, the Joni Mitchell project, my other little pet uh, yep. music project. It's a, a, a it's all the music of the wonderful Joni Mitchell. We're performing at the Laguna Festival um, this summer, July thirty first. I'm so happy that the festival is open. It's down Laguna Beach, California, Pageant of the Masters. It's a wonderful festival. It's been going on for years and years and years. So we'll be back, and uh, very excited about that. And you can find everything at kikiebson.com, uh, all my live streams, my music, my dates, my history. <laughs> yeah. uh, any uh, social social media that uh, that you haven't mentioned yet or, or, or website? Is there anything else that... Uh, that people should go to to uh, make sure they're getting everything. 
Yeah, well, KikiEpson.com will take you everywhere. Uh, I I have a, a site for my dad's show, KikiEpsonTribute.com. See so video and and find out more about that show. Um, but but pretty much, I'm on Facebook. You know, all everything that goes through my site will lead you everywhere you need to be. I do a web uh, a web stream um, live stream every Wednesday night off of Facebook, and I play all the songs we just played. Uh, Love wait for me last night. <laughs> So I play all of my tunes and just stay connected with everybody and we can chat live and all that. Kiki, congratulations on everything and thank you very much for being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Frank. Kiki Epson, everyone. Fill Me Up is her latest to Dad with Love, a tribute to Buddy Epson, her dad. Uh, absolutely wonderful uh, tribute, but uh, all of her music. She she just absolutely terrific singer songwriter extraordinaire, a wonderful keyboard player and pianist, uh, just absolutely great. And the Joni Mitchell project. I mean, she's uh, she's always got her hands full with everything. And uh, even after a pandemic, and and well, we're still in a pandemic. Let's not get too cocky, but we're we're light at the end of the tunnel. Obviously, uh, Kiki Ebsen has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on breaking it down.